Welcome to the Dental Implant Podcast with your host, Pav Kara, your source of knowledge for all things relating to dental implants. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you learned something valuable. I hope. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Dental Implant Podcast. Um, it's a little bit different today because I have uh, David Pastorino uh, 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 chatting with me today. And David is, um, uh, he heads up uh, uh, the, the membership and a lot of the uh, courses at the Zaga um, uh, Centers. Uh, the Zaga uh, uh, Centers is uh, it's a training pathway and it's all relating to zygomatic implants and I, I did Carlos's course about a year ago uh, so this will be interesting because you've got two hosts who will be releasing podcasts at the same time so um, uh, and we will be delving into a bit more detail with regards to this in just a few moments. I'm very excited to, to join you Pav in this podcast in this new experience and uh, well let's have a chat about uh, zygoma implants and uh, dental implants. I love talking about implants, so this is going to be a pleasure. <laughs> okay, so, um, you know, in in, um, in summary, somehow, we have, I think COVID uh, pushed us to go a bit more digital and to open this new line of communication, the yeah. podcast. Yeah. Uh, I think I spotted seven or eight different podcasts, but the Dental Implant podcast and the Zaga podcast are surviving the yeah. post-COVID era. I don't know if I should call it already like this, but uh, we're getting close. Can you share a bit your experience of beginning that podcast and especially why? Why did you begin this podcast? Yeah, thank you. I, I mean, I I started my podcast and literally as, as I was releasing the first episode, I noticed that Zaga had a podcast as well. So I was like, actually, I want to listen to this. Um, and the reason why I started my podcast was really quite simple is um, I've been fortunate to um, uh, to have learned a lot over the years. Um, I do pride myself that I, that I do study very, very hard. And I wanted to uh, impart some of that knowledge and give back to the profession um, because I think... Uh, as, as you appreciate there there's a number of different ways of doing things um, but there's a lot of misinformation out there as well so I wanted to clear up not only some of the misinformation um, but also um, uh, give give different viewpoints as well so that's one of the reasons why I started the podcast and I just I'm, I'm just very passionate about about implants so I wanted to, 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 to give back to the profession that was the reason why okay I think um... In that sense, we share one of the reasons to begin the podcast. That is, um, as I perceive it when I listen to all the episodes of your podcast, it's all about people. Yes. And uh, it's all about patients, I would say, on zygomatic implants aspects. But on the professional uh, perspective, it's all about people. I'm thinking of training, mentoring, sharing experience. And this is, you had different profiles uh, in your podcast, dental surgeon, experienced people, uh, people from the industry. Uh, focused on patient education, for instance, and, and this is all about them. We could take a digital course of anything like this. It wouldn't get even, even close to the experience and information we get from these interviews. Yes. <laughs> and again, that's, that, that's reflected of, of, of the podcast that, that you've put out there as well. So speaking to and, and listening to, to colleagues who are more experienced than me, having them impart their wisdom... Um, it's it, it, it's a fantastic way of it's, it's a really fantastic way of learning. Absolutely. 
Yeah, I'd like to um, steal a few words from your last sentence. Uh, getting into zygomatic implants now for a moment. Um, as you mentioned, uh, in the Zyga centers, we have a lot of experienced surgeons. Uh, they can be experienced or extremely experienced, but they have you know, the knowledge to be mentors, to be educators, uh, to prevent complications, and if it happens to fail to, to, to treat them, which is one key topic in the zygomatic implant rehabilitation world. You came to the Zaga course, uh, I believe, two years ago? It was the beginning of, uh, beginning of last year. So about a year and a half ago. Okay. And um, you are in the process to get to be an expert in zygomatic implants. And uh, we had a chat yesterday uh, preparing this podcast that uh, you embrace this process to take the time to go step by step. Uh, can you tell us a bit about this journey? You're, you're in the middle of it, but about the first half of this journey. So um, I've been placing implants for, for, for over 10 years now. And when I first started my implant journey, I was like, oh, I'll never get to the point where I'm placing zygomatics. It's far too complicated for me. And then what ends up happening is as my skill levels and my confidence and my knowledge grew, it's naturally gotten to the point where I was, uh, where I am being limited with regards to what I can offer for my patients. So the next step naturally for me is to start to be trained in, uh, in, in, in zygomatic implants. Now, I'm quite a risk-taking person, or I have been a risk-taking person before in the past. Uh, I think once I did my basic implantology course, it was either the, the second or the third patient that I saw by myself was a dual arch all on four, which in hindsight, it's, uh, it probably wasn't the wisest thing to do. But as we develop and as, we, as, we, uh, 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 as our wisdom expands, um, we start to understand, well, actually, you know what? I'm now in a position where I want to learn zygomatic implants, but I want to learn them properly. And the reason why I say that is because quite often the patients who need and would benefit from zygomatic implants, they're at the end of the road. So if something goes wrong for them, you're stuck. You, you really can't do anything anymore. So I am very fortunate to be working at Evo Dental where all we do is full arch treatment. We, on average, we do two arches per day. And um, we place a lot of pterygoids, which um, quite often will bypass the need for any grafting solution. Um, a lot of instances is, uh, you know, you're looking at it thinking, well, actually, if I didn't have the pterygoid, then I wouldn't be able to do the treatment because this patient would benefit from zygomatics. But as you can appreciate, there's been a big surge in all on four over the last 10, 15 years. And it's not always been done to a very high standard. And the issue that you then have is these patients have a finite lifespan. So now there's a growing surge of patients who need remedial therapy. And quite often the only solution for them is zygomatic implants. And we see patients here where we need to do a, 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 a revision surgery um, or where they have such little bone that zygomatic implants would be the best option for them. So for me, it's really quite simple, and it alludes to what we spoke a few moments ago, and also to what I've hinted before in my previous podcast. It's very much patient-centered. So I have, uh, I have assisted for about 50 zygomatic implants. 
I have done a number with my mentor where he's done one side and I've done the other side. Um, I've, I've read a vast amount with regards to zygomatic implants. And if you were to test me, I, I think that I would know as much as what the uh, other person does as well. But a big key component of it is the mentoring and the, and, and the, the memory muscle that comes from, from actually doing. And I don't think that that's something that can be rushed. So obviously when I did the Zaga course with yourself, you know, it was fantastic. You know, going through uh, that level of detail and seeing the live surgery and then having the cadaver uh, uh, aspect as well was just invaluable. Because I see a lot of people, what they're doing is they're going away to, um, uh, uh, to, to, to a foreign country and they're placing zygomatics for five days and kind of like that's it and all of a sudden they're zygomatic experts um and for me david it's very much um the tortoise will win the race you know is if i go as fast as what i possibly can i'll be taking too many risks and i don't think that that's fair to the patient so i'm very fortunate that that at evo we will have greg boys Vali joining our team and we will have a structured training program and mentorship under him. So for me personally, the, my, my drive, my passion is there's nothing that's going to stop me learning from placing zygomatic implants. And at some point in the future, I will be one of the go-to guys. I'll be able to place quad zygomas in very, very complex cases. But I also respect the fact that I'm not there yet. And I think that that's very important for people to understand that it's a journey. And I have done a podcast with regards to mentoring. And I say this from a, from a level of experience as well, David, is I've had my fingers burnt before in the past because I've tried to run before I can walk. And whilst I'm on my training pathway is I'm not at the point where I, all of a sudden I can jump in and start doing uh, zygomatic implants. But again, I'm fortunate to be in, in, in a clinic where I will be exposed to the correct training pathway and the correct mentoring as well. And I think that's something that's quite often overlooked. You know, people see this, they do it quickly and all of a sudden they want to do as many cases as what they possibly can. And for me, that's not in the patient's best interest. That, that, that's right. And I think a very good metaphor to your learning process is becoming a pilot. Learn how to fly. Uh, somehow you cannot fly without being an expert and you cannot yeah. learn by flying. You need to um, do it right at the first time because this is that patient's last opportunity. Yeah. And uh, this is, I think, a very important aspect and reason why uh, the hands-on training on 3D models in a way, but on cadavers, uh, most importantly, is yes. very important. And then, as you mentioned, getting these 5,000 hours of um, fl flying to to actually be able to take a plane by your own or having your usual mentor as your co-pilot and do it by yourself. So um, one topic that comes back a few times in, uh, in this Zaga podcast is the relationship between zygomatic implants and other types of dental implants. You mentioned plagoids, but also short implants, uh, max implants, uh, etc. Usually patients come into the clinic and say, look, um, they don't even know what a zygomatic implant is, hardly what a dental implant is. Yeah. And they come with a main complaint, uh, basically no teeth, no yeah. bone, and my dentist has no solution. Yes. And this is at least at Zaga centers, uh, of the 150 patients we see every month, we yeah. 
see this is uh, more than one third of the reasons why a patient would go to a Zaga center. Yes. Can you tell us a bit more how zygomatic implants complement your range of treatment options for a patient and how this is beneficial if it is? Yes, absolutely. Um, I think what, as you quite rightly said, there's, there's not a single patient who comes into us and says, I want pterygoid implants, I want zygomatic implants. What they want is they want fixed teeth, they want as simple surgery as possible, and they want fixed teeth as soon as possible. Okay, so a big issue that we have is that is if there's not enough bone in the correct zones, if you don't have pterygoids and zygomatic implants up your sleeve, then the next best thing that you have is, uh, is, is sinus grafting. Now the issue with sinus grafting is by the time you've done the sinus grafting, waited for it to heal and then put the implants in and waiting for those to heal, 12 months has gone by. And it's much more invasive surgery because you're doing multiple rounds of surgery and it's a delay to the patient. And the data also suggests that large sinus lifts with uh, implants is not as predictable as it is using remote sites such as the pterygoid and zygomatics. So it's only in, in, in our patient's best interest that if we can't offer those services that we refer out to people who can. And uh, zygomatic implants, they, they, are, they are very much an integral part of what we do. We, we do them at, at, at Evo Dental when, it's, uh, when, when it is required. And it goes back to our treatment philosophy, is give the patient a set of fixed teeth as soon as what we possibly can. And if we think about it for, uh, for a moment, we wouldn't do it to ourselves, we wouldn't do it to, to any member of our family, where we, we put them through a year's worth of treatment just because we haven't got the skills. Um, so from, from, from my perspective, you know, zygomatic implants, they are an important part of our toolkit so that we can give the patients the best treatment options in the shortest time frame. Because as you know, you know, the vast majority of the times you play zygomatics, you know, patients get teeth in a day. Um, do we, want, do, do we want fixed teeth in a day or do we want to wait a year? And I think everybody knows the answer to that question. Exactly. You know, we have a common question for all the Zaga Centers podcast, yes. and you will not escape this question. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, which is the following. Uh, leaving dentistry aside, which is a hard thing to do, but we'll forget about dentistry a bit. Uh, what is your passion or the activity you like to spend time on, on Saturday, on Sunday, in the evening, in the morning? What is it? What is that makes you get up in the morning, aside of the dentistry. Yes, yeah, so it's, I, I would love to give something really, uh, uh, like really impressive, but unfortunately it's not that, it's not that impressive. Um, I'm, I'm very much into, this might sound like a cop-out, but bear with me. I'm very much into cinematography. I love, I, I love watching films, but not just because it's escapism is I love the direction, the actors, the, 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 the way that the storylines unfold, um, the lighting, the musical score. So, so for me, watching something, it's, it, it, it's an immersion. Um, the other thing that I'm really known for as well is watching far too many documentaries, um, particularly, uh, uh, particularly documentaries on space. Um, I, I am very much a geek. It's, I think had I not had I not been a dentist, I would have gone into astrophysics or something along those lines. <laughs> um, and I very much like to learn about uh, the bigger the distances or the bigger the time frames that we as humans 
cannot compute in our minds is I just love listening to that. So, you know, watching documentaries about the universe, black holes, how they work, how they warp space time, um, even learning, you know, it's, it's about gravitational waves from, uh, uh, from black hole collisions. I just find that stuff absolutely fascinating. So, uh, and obviously in addition to that as well, I have a, a six month old daughter and she's just my absolute world at the moment. So I'm, v I'm very much family orientated. I like to go home, spend time with my family and, uh, and watch far too many documentaries. Well, I, I hope you have a telescope for your daughter. <laughs> she, when she gets bigger and she reaches a telescope optic, you, you should get one definitely. Well, I actually, I actually take her out at night time and point up to the stars and I'll say, oh, that's, that's Betelgeuse is about 470 light years away. <laughs> You know, it's, it's, she, she's been, she's learning from the, from, from, from a young age. Yes. Okay. So let us know if in a um, future episode, when she found a black hole in the sky, just let us know. Uh, I think we will never have this episode, but who knows? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> okay. Baf, um, thank you for joining this episode. Um, I think this is very important to know how zygomatic implants integrate with other treatment options um, too many times i think you and i see and you will confirm or correct that uh, we see too many cases i'm thinking of instagram facebook where the only goal is to place the most complex zygoma implants yes. the highest number of implants or the trickiest pedagogic implants yeah and um I'll repeat that sentence from before. It's all about the patients and uh, what you said. They want teeth. They want them tomorrow. They don't want to go to a, see a dental surgeon. They want the problem solved and yeah. go home. And then, um, according to all the testimonials we get from the zygoma patients, uh, they want to eat. They want to laugh. They want to wear makeup. They want to smile. They want to go get their favorite to their favorite restaurants with friends and just be a normal person when they smile. And this is they want to get on with their life. It's that simple. That's what they want to do. You know, they want to get on yes. with their life. And I think I think um, it was Dr. Johan Steiger from uh, Surrey County that mentioned in his podcast that. You know, we, we, we don't realize the pain they're going through because we, most of us have all our teeth. So we really have to use empathy, which was yes. the, the, somehow the key word of his uh, interview yes. to understand, look, in which position are you? Yeah. And um, a very important uh, idea is to imagine if you lost one of your front teeth tomorrow, yes. you probably wouldn't go to work or to a restaurant with your friends, you would yes. try to solve it as soon as possible. So yes. imagine losing all of them. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I think we get to an end to this first uh, episode together. Yes. Looking forward for further episodes. Yes. And thank you for joining my podcast as well. <laughs> yes. I'm very happy to be here in, in, the, in the minute of all of the dental implant podcasts in that list. <laughs> And uh, very happy that, uh, you know, we met at the Zaga course. Uh, now we did this episode together. So we have parallel stories on the podcast uh, aspect. And I'm sure, I'm sure we've talked about it in the past. We have other initiatives to uh, collaborate together. Yeah. Um, thinking of patient follow-up initiatives, uh, informed consent. There are different topics that uh, I know you're very curious about. Yes. And 
I'm sure with a little time we can uh, we can manage to create something relevant together. I think uh, relevancy and um, it has to be useful. And this is something that we see with, with, with patients. They want tools, they want information, they want to understand better. And sometimes the communication is um, we need a, an interpret to between the dental surgeon and the patient. Yes. And uh, I think the last episode on your podcast um, was very enlightening on this topic. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah. I think um, for anybody listening to me, it's um, on, on my podcast, you know, I just want to reemphasize something that I've spoken about several times before that learning implants, it, 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 it's a journey. It takes time and we need the correct uh, teachers. We need the correct mentors backing us up and uh, don't try to rush things because you'll get your fingers burnt. I've, I've spoken about this before, I've spoken about my own experiences, and this is one of the reasons why, when it comes to zygomatic implants, why I'm taking courses such as the Zaga course like yourself, and why I'm happy to have somebody of the quality of Greg Boisvalli, who's going to be mentoring me for my cases. It's, it's really important that we do the best for our patients and put our ego and our business aside. Yes. I agree with the leaving the ego aside, which is, I think, one of the main issues we see in all these social media topics. I really appreciate when I see a happy patient's anonymized face. And uh, this is in the end what we wake up in the morning for.